Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Glow Big Podcast. It's Stephanie, and I'm so happy to have you here. Let's talk about five reasons why you haven't quit drinking. And let's just get real honest, because you've probably heard me say before that it takes five to seven years contemplating whether you're going to quit, whether you even really have a problem, trying to moderate. It takes five to seven years to sit and do that. And I can attest that I sat for five to seven years on my back porch smoking cigarettes with hangovers, wondering if I had a drinking problem. And then saying, oh, I'll worry about it later. I'll quit later. I'll quit later. So I'm going to make this super easy and just give you the five reasons that you probably haven't quit. And that doesn't mean you're going to say, oh, man, she's right. I quit today. It might still take you some more time. And that's OK. Give yourself some grace. Everybody quits in their own time. I don't want you to stress about it. If it's not the right time, it's not the right time. But what I do aim to do is give you little bits here and there of tools and tips and inspiration so that you can be like, one day you can be like, this is it. I'm done. I'm, I'm loaded with knowledge. I know what I want. The will is there. And then you'll just quit. And that's my aim. It's not to make you quit right this very minute, but to give you all the tools that you might need to do so when you're ready. So number one on my list of five reasons you haven't quit yet is FOMO. I got to say FOMO kept me from quitting for a long time. If you don't know, it's fear of missing out. There was actually a point in time where I had to look that up. What is FOMO? So it's fear of missing out. And we have glamorized and romanticized our lives and around alcohol and like campfires and ski trips and vacations. And now the holidays are coming up. So that's going to be even bigger FOMO. But let's be real honest. I have a couple things to say about fear of missing out. But are you really having that much fun when you're drinking? Because if you're listening to this, you probably start your regret and misery right around like the first or second drink. Leading up to the drink for me, it was like anxiety, anxiety, and then I would drink and I would feel release and then boom, instant regret and worry. Or at one point, I would even just let go and say, well, forget it because I, I know I have no control now that I've had one or two drinks, so it doesn't really matter now. And so my downward spiral into hell started. So that might be the same for you. If you really think about it, you're not missing much because you put yourself through so much when you do drink that it's not fun. You're not missing out on anything. And I would like to reassure you that actually being sober is fun. It takes a minute to get used to. So your first party sober may not feel like a great time. So don't go to a party when you're first getting sober to begin with. 
just hunker down and hang out with yourself for 30 days and learn new things and just get your sober legs on before you try to go to a party because the first one's not going to be fun. But once you get the hang of being sober and using your brain like a sober person does, it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun. It's life. It's living. It's full. It's, I don't know how else to put it. It just, it's a gift. It's a real gift. And being drunk or buzzed is not a gift from above. Let's just say that you will be able to eventually go hang out maybe with people again that drink, but I don't think you're going to want to. You end up leveling up in such a way that you may not even really want to hang out with those people again. And when you can see it with a fresh lens, a fresh new sober lens, you're like, oh my gosh, that was not very fun. I was wasting my life away, literally wasting my life away. So don't think about the FOMO. You'll have fun again, but you'll have different kinds of fun. You'll do pure things, which if you're drinking right now may not sound like a good time, but it's really nice. I took up knitting. I got chickens. I take walks. I meditate. I talk to people fully and I feel fully. And it's just really, really nice. So that's number one, FOMO. Don't worry about it. Give yourself 30 days to come have fun with me. Come have fun with my group because we're having fun over here without alcohol. So you may need to not hang out with those friends for a little while and just come hang out with us. Get your sober legs on. And I will make it feel like you're not missing out on anything. That is why I actually have my Sober Vibes Lounge. It's a membership and we meet up every Thursday and we do really fun things so that we are not getting bored or stale in our sobriety. Um, that was not to pitch that, but I did want to mention that. So number two, failure, fear of failure. I had this so much. I was so afraid that people were going to laugh at me if I failed, if I really tried hard. And I failed. I just thought it would be devastation. And honestly, sometimes that still worries me. I'm still like, what happens if I do fail? There's a lot of people looking up to me. What happens if I fail? And that can be a big one, especially if you've failed before. If you'd made a big announcement, I'm quitting. I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm done for real this time. And then 30 days go by or seven days go by and you're drinking again. It can be hard to keep getting on that train because failure feels like failure. But what I would like to say is that failure is a learning experience. And each and every time you fail, you're learning something. Hopefully, hopefully you're writing it down. Like, what was the trigger? Why did I drink that time? Who was I with? What was the emotion behind it? That's why you need a sober coach is so you can kind of dig deep and find out what it is that keeps causing you to trip up and then get past that one point. I can help you get past your set point. My set point was three days. Yours might be 36 days. So you've got to be able to hone in on what it is that keeps causing you to trip up. And once you're learning through this process, it's failing forward. It's not really failure because each of those failures are going to bring you closer to the big win. Don't give up on yourself. Don't be afraid of failure. It's not really failure. The only time you can really fail, and I know people say this, and it's kind of lame, but it's true. The only time you're failing is if you quit at trying. If you quit, then you for sure failed. But if you try again, then you're winning, if that makes sense. All right, number three, fear of success. Okay, I can relate to this too. 
When you first quit drinking, there are so many fears. I was afraid of myself. I was afraid of failure. I was afraid of success. And that may not make a lot of sense, but I wondered who I would be if I did actually succeed in quitting drinking. Would I be boring? Would anybody like me? Would I be fun at all? What would I be like? Would I want to go places? I, I just had no clue. I've been drinking since I was 13 years old. This was part of my personality. It's part of my character. It's part of who I thought I was, a drinker, a wine drinker, a drinker, a fun party girl, get on the bar. And so if I succeeded, who would I be? Would my husband want to be with me anymore? Would I want to be with him? There's a lot of fear in quitting because most of us have been doing it for so long. It is second nature. And when you take out that huge equation, you wonder what you're going to be left with. I just wanted to validate that is a true fear, fear of success. Who am I going to be? You got to reinvent yourself all over again. But let me say that's part of the fun. It actually is fun to discover just who you are now in this chapter, in this phase of your life. It's a fun thing to get to do that, to get to start over, to find out what your values are, find out what you're aligned with and who you're aligned with and start actually putting boundaries on your life. Don't be afraid of the success. I can tell you, I can attest, look at me now. I've got a podcast. I'm a really, really good mom. I've got no guilt or shame around who I am as a person. I have fun. I've made a lot of new friends. I know what I'll stand for and what I won't. And I stopped doing things that didn't serve me. I meditate now. And this is what I was afraid of. That's crazy. You just don't even know until the fog clears in like 30 days or 45 days what you're capable of. You could literally be the next top selling artist or musician or you, you just have no idea. This podcast could skyrocket to number one. And you know what I mean? Like we, we just don't know. Your sobriety is going to bring you success in so many unexpected ways. All right, number four, you haven't quit drinking yet because it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I can't sugarcoat it. It's not that easy, but it's worth it. And I know you've tried before and it was hard and you tried before and it didn't work and you tried before and this happened. Once you get the hang of it, it's not that hard. The first month is pretty difficult. I got to say, you probably already know because you've probably tried to quit before. But then after that, it gets a lot easier, especially when you find all these things to live for now. Like you're like, oh, you know, I'm I'm really doing good at this. And well, I like the way my kid is proud of me. And I really love how I feel content. And I love that I feel whole now when before I felt not whole, like empty, really. Or I always felt like I was hiding something because nobody knew how dependent I was on alcohol and cigarettes. So I felt like a just a empty imposter, I guess. And now I feel whole. And while it is hard to get there, it's not really hard to maintain. There's so many reasons that pop up every single day that give me another reason to stay sober. So yeah, it's hard, but don't let that be the reason you don't quit. You have done hard things. You are here. That means if you're sitting right here, it means you have a 100% success rate of survival. 100%. You're here. You made it. You've already made it through everything you thought was going to kill you. And it didn't. It was hard, but you did it. And this is going to be hard and you can do it especially if you have me sitting right by your side and my amazing group of women, you don't want to do this without us. I can just say that because I did this without us and it was hard. And now I've got them and 
they're rooting me on and they have me and I'm rooting them on. And it's a place you want to be. Don't do this without community or it will be extra hard. Number five, what will people think? So this is our last one. The five reasons you haven't quit drinking is what will people think? And if you haven't yet, it's coming time to let go of the weight of other people's opinions. It's time. I'm 40. Am I? I think I'm almost 44. This happens every year. I can't remember, but I think I'm coming up on 44. And maybe it has to do with my age. But I am giving less of a crap about what people think about me. I'm older now and I just don't care. Nobody's thinking about you. They're thinking about you in that moment. Like if you say, I'm not drinking this month. They're only thinking about you in that split second. And then they're thinking about them. They're thinking, oh, you're not drinking? And then they think, I wish I could do that. I remember every anybody who ever told me they were quitting for 75 hard, quitting for any of these sober months, I would resent it because it was so difficult for me to be able to do. And I turned it back on me. I wish I could do that. Why can't I do that? That sounds hard. That sounds awful. Why would you do that? So really, they're thinking about them. So just know that, that nobody really is walking around. Nobody's waking up in the morning thinking, oh, I can't believe she's not drinking this month. Oh, no, nobody cares. They're only thinking about themselves. So it's time for you to think about yourself and not worry about them. Think about you. And I use this example When someone's pointing at you and saying, oh, you're not drinking anymore, picture them pointing. And then there's three fingers pointing back at themselves. That is the deal. They're pointing at you saying you're not drinking anymore. And they're three fingers pointing back at themselves because they're thinking about them and why they can't quit. And maybe they should stop. And are they drinking too much? And this is another sign that they should probably quit. Everybody at this point in the game has probably thought, ugh. I should probably quit drinking. Or maybe I should give it a break for 30 days. Or maybe I should just take a little break. Like everybody's thought it if you're an adult, maybe even younger. There's actually a movement happening now where even younger people are not drinking because it's gross. Same as how they feel about cigarettes. So stop worrying about what people will think. They don't pay your bills. They're not going to come save you if you die from alcohol. They're not going to drive you to rehab. Everybody's in their own world in their own lane thinking about themselves. So you do what's right for you and don't think about what may or may not be comfortable for them because you quitting is going to make people uncomfortable. It absolutely is, but it's got nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. It makes people really have to reevaluate them themselves and they don't like that. It's uncomfortable. Trust me, I used to be the girl who would be uncomfortable around people who didn't drink. I didn't want them there because They would watch me get drunk and that's uncomfortable. Take it from the girl who was not that kind about people getting sober to the girl who is now sober and that eventually those people you will weed out of your life and the good ones will stick around. So that's my five reasons you haven't quit drinking. I hope some of those resonated with you. And if they did, I've got tons of resources for you. This podcast, of course, it's amazing. Please share if you love it. If you have a friend that you know could use a sober bestie to just give it to them like it is. And then I'm not sure when you're going to be hearing this, but I have Sober October happening. We have No Booze November. We have Dry January. I have some really cool opportunities for you to work with me one-on-one in November that are going to be quite a bit less expensive. I've been trying to find 
ways to be able to bring this to the masses. So look for that. But just go to vibewithstephanie.com. Whatever I have going on is going to be in the website. I also have free discovery calls. If you want to do a 15-minute talk, I would be happy to do that. Take advantage of some of these things. Some are free, some are paid. Look around and see what fits you. I hope that you find something that works for you and that you're not shaming yourself in any way and that you're giving yourself tons of grace. And I look forward to meeting you. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com, check around in there, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free Mindset Masterclass, where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this Masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this Masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.